Are you looking to change the world? Lead the future of pharmacy? Lead your family, your patients, your colleagues? The way to do that is so simple. To lead others, you must first lead yourself. But the only way to do that is to first understand yourself. That's what this week's podcast is all about. How to become the ultimate leader of your life by understanding what makes you tick. My name is Dr. Adam Martin, host of the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast. You're definitely gonna wanna grab a pen and paper for this one, Fit Farm fam. So get ready, cause you're about to have a breakthrough. I see my victory so clear. I see my victory so clear. It's a day we break through. It's a day we break through. It's a day we break through. We're in an eight-part podcast series sharing eight antidotes against PharmD failure because as we all know, pharmacy continues to face some serious challenges with more and more pharmacists tapping out and leaving the profession. So when I started seeing this happen more and more, I made a decision. I realized that I'm approaching 10 years as working as a full-time pharmacist in the community setting. Yeah, I know I'm one of them crazy people that actually loves it. I mean, you have to for doing it that long. And I noticed reflecting back both on my career and all of the amazing pharmacists that I've interviewed on my podcast through the years that when you boil it down, there's eight key traits among pharmacists who thrive in their career long-term that tend to also be traits missing by those pharmacists who struggle the most. So the reason I created this mini-series is to not only point out the things you need to ensure a long-term career in pharmacy, but more importantly, and what I'm passionate about, is to teach you how to practically apply them into your own life and pharmacy practice. So the fourth antidote in this series is actually less common among pharmacists than you might think. The reason being, in my opinion, twofold. It sounds so simple, it's easy to discount it as not important, and actually doing the work to master it is not a quick fix. It's an ever-evolving process that's honestly one of the most humbling things you can do. Understand yourself. Now, there's lots of ways to go about this. You can get into therapy, you can go to seminars, you can hire a coach. But I think one of the most revealing ways is also the most inexpensive because it's free and the most convenient and versatile because you can literally do this anytime, anywhere. And the thing I'm talking about is writing. I ain't talking about becoming a blogger or start every day with Dear Diary for the rest of your life. But believe me when I say that what I'll be inviting you to do for yourself will be well worth the 5, 10, or 20 minute commitment daily. Because through writing, you'll learn more about yourself, lower your stress, and have a record of your life to reflect back on in the future. 
Because let's be real. If your life's worth living, it should also be worth writing about. Because it's not just for you, it's to help other people go through what you've grown through. And here's the best part of it all. The more you do it, the better you'll get at it, the more you'll enjoy it, and it's like a compound effect. Like, the more you do it, the more positive results you'll get, and it's like a snowballing thing of positive, positive feedback. You're going to be able to tap into so many amazing areas of your life. You're gonna be able to reflect, you're gonna be able to document, and here's what you need to know in how to make it happen. Because all this sounds good, but how do you do it? How do you turn writing into a simple habit that creates priceless results for you to live life on your terms by understanding yourself on a deeper level when you're a crazy pharmacist with little to no time? I mean, sleep is something that we want, but we don't feel like we have time for. We want to work out, but we don't feel we have time for. Now you're talking about writing. How are we going to possibly do that? Because as pharmacists, we're limited in our resources, we're limited in our time. That's what you hear a lot. But I'm gonna break this down for you super simple. I'm gonna speak our language because as pharmacists, we love to count by fives. I mean, is there any other way to count? I, I don't know of any other one, maybe you guys do, but for me, it's five, 10, 15, 20, 25 and 30, and then the 90 day supplies and so forth. I digress. So what I'm talking about right now, how to, put this into practice is I'm going to share five simple steps to implement writing and unlock your pharmacist superpower, understanding thyself. Because when it comes to writing, you're going to be writing for you, writing down your own thoughts and feelings to understand them more clearly. Because let's face it real quick. I mean, can I drop a dose of real talk on you? We all have days maybe every day, when our head feels like it's going to literally explode because we have all the thoughts and all the feels and they're all crashing into each other like bumper cars. I know, I can't see you, but I know you're nodding right now, maybe smiling and smirking to yourself. I see you. No, I'm not reading your mind. It's just that common. There are so many reasons that this simple practice I'm gonna walk you through will help you but I wanna highlight a few key reasons that might get your attention for why you wanna take this seriously and really commit to putting this into your pharmacist repertoire. Doing this, this is proven, this isn't an opinion, will reduce your stress, improve your memory, increase your productivity, help your quality of sleep, and reduce depressive symptoms. Sounds like the perfect pill, don't it? Now here's your five-step dose to make it your reality. Number one, you need to pick your type. And what I mean is, what type of writing are you gonna do? This can be daily thoughts, just taking paper to pen and setting a 10-minute timer and letting it flow. You can do prompt journaling, meaning you have some prompts or questions. Like, for example, name something that you're grateful for today name something, describe something that you're looking forward to in the next week. What was the biggest takeaway that you've had this year? Prompt journaling, questions to get your mind flowing 
and set the tone for what you're going to do. Another thing that's super simple is y'all love inspiration. We all like quotes of the day, inspirational quotes, quotes from people that inspire us. Rather than just staring at it, take that and rewrite it on your journal. Set your target so that you can hit it. It makes it real. I know that sounds overly simplistic, but there's some like magical transformation that happens. And I'm going to share the science behind that in a bit. Now you can do all kinds of types of writing, but if this is new to you, rather than just like a random writing here and there, but like this habit of writing daily is new, I highly recommend that you start with a guide of some sort to get you started and on track so that you don't say like, oh, what am I going to write about? And then that's another question that gets you off of making this a reality. So I would just start with what is the top focus point you're going to look at today? What are three things that you want to accomplish before your head hits the pillow? What are three things that you are most grateful for today? What is who? Who is one person that you will reach out to today and reconnect with so that you can just build that bond, build that relationship because that's someone that inspires you. That's someone that when you talk to them or shoot them a text and they text back, it just gives you the warm fuzzies like there's someone you want to spend time with. I literally just made those up, but those are some examples of prompts that you can do to get your flowing going. Oh, I made that up too. I like that. Some po some Edgar Allan Poe up in this episode. Uh, but seriously, it's very simple, but just start with a prompt or free, free flow writing your ideas on paper. Uh, it's a really easy way to get started. Number two, this is so important, especially because we feel like we don't have time. Second step is schedule a time. Here's why this is important. If you talk about what you want to do, it's a dream. If you envision it, it's possible. But when you schedule it, it's real. The most important part of writing for a busy pharmacist, yeah, that's you, is to set aside time to actually make it happen. And you might be saying, but Adam, my schedule changes. I don't know. Uh, my friends like to write in the morning. I'm not a morning person. The best time is when your mind is most active and that's different for everybody. It can be first thing in the day, middle of the day, end of the day, but that's what's key. So it might be in the morning for you after, after you've had your first cup of coffee, not before, because as I've said for years, no coffee, no worky. It's just that simple. So for some people though, the end of the day might be more productive because the day's done and you can pause and reflect on what you've experienced since you've woken up. Now for me, I started my journaling just in the morning, but now since I've been doing this for years, I do both. I bookend my day writing books pretty much. So for what I do, what's worked for me and maybe it'll help you is first thing in the morning after I get my caffeine going, I made it a ritual. So I set my intention for the day first thing and I start my writing and my thoughts there. Then at the end of the day, I document three specific things that I either experienced or witnessed 
in the last 24 hours, so really specific time frame, that I would classify as magic moments. And literally, it's three things that are either interactions or opportunities that I saw God's hand in or the Holy Spirit was a working. And I've been doing that since February of this year, 2021. And it is mind blowing. Like it's, it's amazing. And I'm so glad I did this. I'll probably be doing this for years. It ends the day on a high note. It plants a seed of gratitude when you go to bed. So you're waking up with that. Like it has really been instrumental in improving the quality of my life. You don't have to do morning and night, but these are just what has worked through me and it's evolved through the years. So take it for what it's worth. Maybe it'll help you too. Third thing, third step, pick your tool because there's lots of ways to write. And whether you type on your smartphone or go old school pen and paper, what matters most is that you'll be consistent with what type of writing you choose. With that being said though, I'm gonna actually say that writing pen and paper is going to win in this because there's honestly something magical about putting pen to paper because you type with your thumb all day. So this makes it a little bit special. Kind of like you get texts and emails from people you love and care about all the time. But when you get a handwritten note in the mail, that's another dose of magic. That's special. That's exactly the feeling and experience this will create and you'll get to experience it every day. Because when you write, when you take pen to paper, you're literally seeing something in real time being created. And what you write, you invite. So I highly recommend giving pen and paper a try for at least the first few weeks of trying this. And, and here's the science behind it that I alluded to earlier. When you write by hand, it actually stimulates your brain's reticular activating system, meaning that whatever you're thinking about at that moment, that pharmacist brain that's going all cray cray, when you are focused, you are bringing what you're thinking about to the forefront of your mind, helping you to focus on it. This, when you get this focus, that gives you clarity from your never ending pharmacist thoughts. And when you get that clarity, clarity creates power. This explains those therapeutic effects that writing can have to literally up upgrade the quality of your life and mental health. Now, for me, I've tried both ways and without a doubt, pen and paper is like a next level experience. It's so effective. So like typing notes and thoughts is okay, but when it comes to this, pen and paper hands down is the way to go. Fourth step, and this is really important because this will help you get the most out of the time that you're putting into it, even if it's five or 10 minutes. Number four is you have to set the mood. Writing in a noisy place with lots of foot traffic may work for some people, and I honestly don't know how, because for the majority, including myself, it's just putting yourself in another place of distraction for your mind to wander away from the task at hand. The best way that you're gonna get the most out of writing is to script your environment for success. So here's some simple tips. These might sound common sense, but you'd be amazed at how many people don't do them or they just don't think of them because they're so common. They're just our daily life. So take note of this when you are setting yourself up to have this 
writing time. Make sure, and this, this is something most people miss, but this is so important. Make sure that you've got a comfortable temperature for yourself. So if it's cold, put on a sweater. If it's hot, get down to the shorts, whatever that might be. Control your thermostat if you can. If you can't, have a blanket handy. Turn off all the electronics, the TV, the computer, and here's something that I did that really changed the game for me. I put my phone on airplane mode, but then I put it in the other room, while, and then I plug it in and charge it. Because if it's off and in the room, it's kind of like there, and it's like you see it, and you're like wondering whatever. But if you put it out of the room, out of sight, out of mind, and it's charging, so you're getting a double bonus. Find a quiet space where you can be alone with your thoughts. Now, if you're a family person and you've got the kids and all the cray-cray, a simple fix is get up early before everybody else. This is an investment for yourself. You can make it your, your morning power hour or your 10 minutes to thrive if you're really pressed for time. Fifth and final thing, it's so important, stick with it. Commit to a rolling 30-day streak of writing every day with intention. Now remember, writing this whole habit that we're talking about of understanding yourself better does not have to be lengthy. I'm not talking about like writing a book in a month. I'm talking about committing yourself to intentional writing time every day. Focused, 10, 20 minutes a day would be a great start. And maybe that's all you stick to. And that's totally fine. The trick is consistency. Because as I've said ad nausea and I'll continue to do, consistency trumps intensity every single day of the week. That's how results are made. It's not in the grandiose things, it's in the small things you do over and over. That's what gets the results. So a simple way to hack this into a habit is a really cool technique called habit stacking, where instead of like trying to create this new habit out of thin air, you take what you already have working for you and build off of that. It's called habit stacking. So let's say um, you're gonna do this in the morning because you, you have that caffeine in the morning and it's like magic. It's like bloop, 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 bloop. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, yes. So why not make that even more magical? So if your morning habit is you get up, brush your teeth, make your coffee, get your coffee, what if you made it, get up, brush your teeth, make your coffee, get your coffee, then go to your comfy chair with your blanket and set your timer to write for 10 minutes. You've already got the sequence set up. You're gonna do it anyway. Just add a simple step onto that and it'll become so natural and second nature. Because now, when you get the coffee that you're already used to doing, that already established habit is going to serve you as a trigger to get to writing. Super simple. You just have to be intentional about it. Then after a while, it becomes a habit. It's one of the simplest techniques to make a habit stick easily. So with that being said, there you have it. Remember, there's no right or wrong way to write. You just need to realize that what you write, you invite. Words carry incredible power. And the practice of creating words on paper can be therapeutic, empowering, clarifying, and even transformative. You've mastered writing to-do lists. You're the super pharmacist. 
Y'all know this. Yes, you are. I know it. You don't have to tell anyone. I, I see you. I know it. You're already good at writing all the tasks. Now take the skill you already have of writing and use what you already have in a way that calms your mind rather than leaving it feeling rattled. Doing this simple practice of writing with intention is one of the most effective ways to truly understand yourself. And once you do that, it's the most powerful place you can be to pivot into the results that you desire and deserve for your pharmacy practice and quality of life. So go forth, be great, grab a pen, and dispense your full potential. God bless.